What's going on? It's Jeremy. Normally, we do this segment. It is three beers, three questions. We, uh, well, actually, Blake and I let down, met a couple of months ago in Vegas, and I realized he's not a beer guy. And uh, he's coming to town today to play the Casbah with Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And I figured, what better, since he's a rum guy, to do three rums, three questions, and we're going to drink some uh, some local rum. I'm, I'm stoked to introduce you to uh, some of these, just so we're sure. None of these you've had before. I've never had any of these. No. Oh my God, we're going to get lit. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. At this point in the afternoon, we're, uh, we're, we're having, some, uh, having some delicious high-proof alcohol. The, the first one we'll start off with is the 7Ks. But as, as we get into that, let's talk about Letdown and your creation of this musical project. Because let's this go. really, <laughs> while the rest of us were learning how to make bread and uh, and, and grow. <laughs> Don't act like I didn't also try to make bread. Yeah, but you, okay. I just we, really was bad at it. <laughs> you spent most of your time, instead of doing the bread nonsense, you uh, you dove into music. And yeah. that's kind of how Letdown came about. It was your your own version of therapy for dealing with the pandemic, dealing with the things that are going on in your life, and uh, it's, to, to listen to it, it reads like um, like we were peeking in on your diary. Unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> definitely was a little diary peeking, man. Well, pandemic was tough. It was. I mean, it was rough. It, name one person you know that is the same pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. Oh, you can't. You can't. Every, you can't. Everybody is either altered in some way, shape, or form because right. of it. And uh, it's it's a very uh, it's a very honest take listening to your music, especially crying in the shower, because I I mean I don't know if it's your voice, I don't know if it's your songwriting, but I feel that pain, like I think that's also universal pain that all of us have gone through, but yeah. it doesn't make it any less hard. Right? Yeah, crying in the shower is uh, I think it's pretty much just well universally read. Everyone's done it. Everyone's f- has the same exact you know breakup story and I hate you story and why do I still love you thing. It hurts, man. And uh, yeah, well, it's, does that um, when you wrote it, was that did you have someone in mind, or was that just a generality? Oh, I always have someone in mind. Ah. I just wish it was like one person. <laughs> ah, hey, the fact that it's not one person, um, you know what? Cheers as uh, as we get into our yeah, first. Which one is this? This is a uh, this is Seven Caves. This is their barrel aged rum. This is uh, made right here in San Diego. Uh, this guy has got um, he's got a couple of different things going on. Seven Caves. Also does um, spirits for Kokomo, and Kokomo is a local canned cocktail that uh, Mike Love put Why together. Why do they call them spirits? Um, I mean, have you had a sip? Do you feel that? <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Yes. Oh man, this I'm I'm so happy we're starting with those. these. All three of these are are very unique. It's very uh, wood. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a wood wood on the front. You get that sweet smell on the nose, and it goes along with uh, with our first question. Since we talked about kind of, you know, you doing letdown during the pandemic um, before music, you know, who was Blake? Who was letdown? You know, what did you do? Um, and the question to go along with this is, what is the worst job you've ever had? I have been a bartender. I've been a bar owner. I've been a server. I've. Uh, I know many many former bar owners, and that is not a life. Of, no, it uh, is not, man. Don't. <laughs> don't own a bar <laughs> it doesn't work unless it's a club and very successful but um i've done it all man like at pretty much any job you can think of I've, I've i've had and the worst one and i'm really really sorry to my friends that still work here but was probably sweetwater sound really yeah like the, the, the place where you get all this stuff yeah i was gonna say the place where yeah. like i have the place where i still get all my stuff 
<laughs> were you working in like the shipping? Were you working in tech support, man? Oh God, no! So that probably is the main reason why. But dude, imagine like thousands of musicians who. <laughs> you, I mean, you, you could just stop right there. Imagine thousands <laughs> of musicians. Roof. Period. Under one roof. There's there's no personalities. Uh, there's no uh, oh there's my God, no divas dude. or drama that go anywhere. Oh, yeah, with it's that. absolutely a pristine environment. Mm -hmm. And they dress it up to look like Google, where there's like slides and like an arcade and like all this fun stuff. But man, it's depressing in there, man. <laughs> Tech support was the worst too. You just have people screaming at you. Why doesn't it work? Well, they call you and they go, "Hey, what's my Wi-Fi password?" And I go. Sir, I'm not your internet provider. <laughs> you go, well, how do I find it? I'm like, Sir, have you ever bought anything here before? It's like, bro, I, I, this is Sweetwater Tech Support. Maytag is. And <laughs> when they call, their information pops up, and you see what they've bought there, and you know the little bio and stuff. And you, it's like, yeah, they bought like a TRS cable back in '04, and said that they'd get free tech support on their TRS cable. They're calling about their. LG washing machine. <laughs> I mean, my first question is, bro, this has nothing to do with the cable we sold you. How high are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Worst job I ever had. And I don't, I, I would chalk it up mainly to the customer base. But when you're dealing in something like customer support. All right. Cheers. Bottoms up on this one. What do you think? I like this one. You like this one? This is a sipper. Yes. This, this one, um, I mean, we, uh, we, we may have to get another glass because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to get rid of this. Because it's it's something special. It's it's surprisingly smooth for the high proof that it is. What is it? What's it's forty five. Um, so it's not not it's not scorchingly hot like um, well the one we'll do later. But I, um, I, I watched a video the other day that was like a like a mini documentary about uh, drinking straight liquor and how you're actually supposed to dilute it. Yeah, they, you're, you're supposed, supposed to, to a, dilute everything down to thirty five percent. Put a uh, put an ice cube in it. Ice and, cube or water. Yeah, that's actually how I learned to drink tequila from. Uh, the Swami John Reese here really? in San Diego was um, I, I I hated tequila and he was like a tequila aficionado and I used to run his board for him way back in the day I and um, I can do the high end tequila I can do like Clase Azul I can I can't sip tell it. the difference between expensive tequila and cheap tequila well I mean you know that the next morning <laughs> if you're walking around burping up um, <laughs> that tequila burp yeah. chances are it was a blend and it was something cheap. He's like, no. It just makes me gag. <laughs> you know how like when someone, um, what is it? Everyone has a Jaeger story. Oh, yeah. Jaeger like, When you ask if someone wants to drink Jaeger, they always say, hell no. This is my last situation with Jaeger. I have the same response to tequila, but I don't have a tequila story. Really? It just like unlocks a terrible part of my brain that's like absolutely not happening. You're going to throw up. See, to me, tequila is one of those things where you're allotted so much tequila in your life. Like you, you get. <laughs> you have you a get, gas gauge. You, yeah, you, you, get, you get X amount of tequila. And then once you go over that, then it just starts to ruin your life. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll break on that. And then uh, we'll finish this, come back with our second question and another one. We're going to go into the spiced world instead of the barrel age world. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now wait a second, wait a second, wait a, wait a second, wait a second. Now, 
I was making sure it wasn't mixing. No, but. no. This is uh, it is uh, our three beers, three uh, three questions segment with Let Down. It's Jeremy. Uh, we are doing beers today. We are doing rum because, uh, well, he likes rum, and there's so many good San Diego distillers. We uh, our first question was paired with Seven Caves, and now we've moved on to one of the first distilled spirits that I was introduced to in San Diego was Malahat Spirits, and this. That you're about to try. I want right my now. house to smell like this. It's amazing, isn't it? Smells like it? butterscotch. Yes, it, it, it's got a, it's got this great buttery nose. This is Malhat Spice Rum. It's <laughs> buttery nose. Is, I mean, you is stick, that how you say that? Stick stick your nose in there and tell me you don't smell butter. When you, when you smell it, is it called? It has a nose. Yes, it, it has is a it like nose. When they say wine has legs. Yes. Well, actually, that has to do with um, God. Is that the ABV of it? Depending on the legs and how it streaks. I used to know that. I'm definitely more of a. I don't get the terminology, man. I'm a snob. I have to do this. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not, not a, a snob. I'm just a huge fan of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, so some of us stay up late and play rock shows and drink till three o'clock in the morning. And or Call of Duty. I mean, I'm guilty. I was up till. All I do when I'm home. I was, I was up till 3 a.m. playing Destiny last night because Trials of Osiris is out this weekend. My biggest thing being on tour is that you don't have good enough Wi Fi to. <sighs> Play video games with your friends. Well, you know what? Then um, you just uh, bring a lot of this with you. Oh, we, yep. <laughs> yep. That's about all I'll say about that. Cheers, man. Cheers. So, this. as we get into our, our second uh, spirit, second question, um, what's the best story about the worst tattoo you have? Because you got a lot of ink. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. Wow. I'm, like I said, there's a reason I was really excited about this one. When you said rum, in Vegas, this was the first one that popped into mind. I went, we have to do Malahat Spice Rum. Wow, that's good. I want that face right there. <laughs> it's 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 layered. You have that butterscotch, but yet on the back end, it's got that. And I can probably get this in Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh. That I might, might be, have to get a that, case. That might be something you want to stock up here and then take back it's, with you. It might be. It is. <laughs> anyway, what was the question? What was the question? Um, <laughs> give me the um, best story about your worst tattoo. And what is the tattoo? The best story about my worst tattoo. Okay, um, so I have this really terrible chest tattoo. Story is, I was, <laughs> this is going to sound like I was about to get kidnapped, but <laughs> I was 14? I know. <laughs> um, so, small backstory. Didn't really have a relationship with any of my family growing up. Did a lot of things of my own. At 14, I was doing what most people do when they're 19. Got it. You had to age quick. Right, right. So I was 14 years old, and I was hanging out at rock shows, and I was running sound at venues and telling them I was like 17 and 18 and telling them not to ask me questions and fucking- Dude! You know. Really? Yeah. And um, I would meet the seediest people. One guy was really drunk one night at a bar, and at 14, so was I. <laughs> but uh, he he uh, said he does tattoos, and he says he does them out of the back of his car. Oh, God, no. You got the McDonald's I tattoo. Know, dude. So I got in the back of his car, and I was like, dude, I want a tiger, man. <laughs> and I want flowers. <laughs> flowers and a tiger. So anyway, moral of the story, I'll show it to you. We call it my Sylvester Stallone tiger because his face isn't really symmetrical. Hey, I, I feel you know, maybe it looked exactly, like a balloon. <laughs> there happens to be a phallic object embedded in it that I don't know was meant to be there or not, but I found it years later. Here, look at this. Thing. Wait, at this. <laughs> when you said phallic, that is actually not, not bad for a... Uh, a, uh, what is that? <laughs> that, is to- that is a total rose and penis. <laughs> so, so you can't with, see it. With all of the tattoos I've covered my body with over the years, I still have never. <laughs> and you it's can- so thin, it would be so easy. You can't, though, because the story is priceless. I kind of like just looking at it and saying, this I was, was there. my first one. Yeah, I was there at that moment in time. That was my life. And like everything I do and looking at me, if this is the point where you're like, nah, I can't mess with that guy, <laughs> then like... <laughs> 
Oh my God! You know what? This this was priceless. This was the perfect question to get paired with. Uh, with no this one's ever room. asked me that before. How, I've been waiting to dump this on someone. How how could they not? I mean, you got some. You got great artwork, and you know everybody's got everybody who has that many tattoos has that one tattoo that's like, oh God, yeah. I was I was drunk in uh, New Orleans. I also Orleans. did the uh, the early two thousand things and got those like nautical stars. Why, was, why did I think those were so cool? Cause, bro, we're we're all we want to drink rum and travel them, the world. I got them up here high on my thighs so that my teachers in high school wouldn't see them, because I wasn't old enough to have tattoos. Ta- tattoo stories are the best, because everybody's got them just like that. Yeah, exactly. Cheers. Here's yeah. to uh, backseat car tattoos. I don't know if I want to move on after this. Oh, we don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're take a break. Come back with question number three and uh, some old harbor distilling. I'm a massive nerd. I, I would not take it that you're a massive nerd at 14 who was hanging out at uh, rock no shows one takes running that, sound. Man, but I like literally am a tech guy. I play video games all day every day. So the, here here's a uh, this, this is before we get into the um, the next spirit. But did you ever play D and D? No. Oh, so I had a huge group of friends that did, and between their campaigns, I always asked, and they always said no. We're in the middle of one, or no, we just got another guy. Or but you didn't have a DM that would let you come in and just play a couple of. Uh, no, they took it seriously. Like way too soon. They dressed up. They did the whole thing, and I loved it. And I actually, uh, I just played my first hometown show ever in Fort Worth as the first show of my, this tour without Giovanni just headlining. And I saw all of them, and it was amazing. And I literally said to him, I was like, "I'm still waiting. It's been 11 <laughs> years, and I'm going to play." And I've been asked every now and then, but I have this weird like thing where I just want to play with my group of friends. Like, yeah, you, I want to be introduced with the people that I saw originally play it. You, I don't want to just hop in with someone. You have that crew, I, but I do play Magic. Hey, dude. dude! Fucking love, magic. dude! Magic? Are you so since you're on tour, have you um have you got into Magic: The Gathering, the card game online? No, MTG. So I, I tried it for a little bit. It just I want to hold them. Having the art is a different. And having the people in front of me too, like I I, I will say as uh, as not a big magic person who doesn't do a lot of reading i'm i'm very much reflex and right. i i'm i'm a red deck kind of guy i just want to i want to throw goblins down my whole deck is red <laughs> and i also built it card for card i i went around to uh, comic shops across the us and one card at a time it took me like a year to build this one deck dude so you you definitely um, you got some nerd in you. I, mean, I definitely do. You you will appreciate this question that goes along with our probably our, our strongest. This is Barrel Flag from uh, Old Harbor Distilling right here in San Diego. Scubic's Scubic's finest. Uh, this is their Navy Strength Rum, fifty seven percent ABV. Big 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 boy. That's a heavy hitter. Yeah, I mean <coughs> you, you can probably light it on fire, um, but let's What's not. What's the percent? Fifty seven. Maybe. <laughs> he's, all, he's all, hmm, do I, have, do I have a lighter on me? No, do not burn down my studio. So, uh, third question to go along with our, our third rum. Um, so in D&D, there's this thing called the deck of many things, and okay. uh, in that, there are different cards that completely change the game. One of them is called the Fates, that allows you to completely unravel time and space and go back and either avoid or erase an event for whatever reason. What in your life would you take out? Not one thing. Not one thing. Not a single thing. I had a feeling that was going to be the answer. Not a damn thing. So they're, they're not, now, not, like literally, if you would have asked me that last year, I would have had a list, <laughs> but not a damn thing. So you, 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 you know, you've taken what at the last couple of years of the pandemic and just made lemonade out of it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess like I, I had a like a really bad childhood and like not good teenage years, and then late teenage years. Became just a bad guy. Like, I was not fun to be around. I, like, screwed over a lot of my friends. I, like, 
mistreated pretty much everyone in my life and just became someone I didn't like. And then I moved away right before the pandemic. I sold my bar. I like just tried to do a reset. And then the pandemic happened and forced me to do a reset. And then I decided I was going to compile everything that I hated about myself and everything and all my situations and create letdown. And that's why I called it letdown. Just it was a reflection of who I thought I was. And looking back now, like, why would I like every single thing that I went through? Like, it, it just made it. It made this. And this is the like what my dream was when I was a little kid and I had abandoned it. And I literally just posted TikTok videos because I thought it would be cool to revisit it a little bit. I didn't know that this was going to become a career. I had no idea. I actually did not even necessarily want to be an artist. But here we are. Here we are. And, uh, and, and I wouldn't change a damn thing. Cheers to not changing anything in life. and uh, Even the bad parts that I really kind of want to, but no. No, dude, that's awesome. That's That speaks a lot to your character and who you are, and um, you're kind of related back to your song craft and your storytelling. Your your songs aren't bubblegum and pop. They are gritty. They're, um, they're a reflection of you and your story and what you've been through. Yeah, I just think uh, lessons are better learned the hard way. Oh, yeah, I told you she's gonna be hot, hot and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. I got him with this one. That uh, there's a reason I put this at the end with the nerdy question because um, you, we, we had to get to this. This is that one that you drink at like three, four a.m. with a party's ending and you can handle it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but you really can't. But you can. Yeah, what, what you should have probably not done at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's like me when I'm playing. Uh, what do I do? I I think the game I'm playing the most right now is like Warzone with all my friends. And you don't realize it. I'll set a bottle of rum on my desk and a cup of ice. And I, I pour one and I'm like 10 seconds into the game. I'm like, when did you get empty? And, like, <laughs> and that's drinking. at 9 p.m. And then 3.45 in the morning rolls around and the bottle's like all the way down. And I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not drunk. And my guys are like, Blake, you're standing in a corner not doing anything. And I'm like, no, bro, bro. I haven't even ever touched alcohol, man. <laughs> it's, that's, that's, why is all the rum gone? And then you stand up and go, oh. That's, that's why that's, Jack Sparrow walks that's like That's why that. it's gone. Because <laughs> he's drunk on a boat, dude. Seriously, being drunk on a boat is the best way to handle the waves. It's needing to be drunk when you get off the boat. I feel like it's the countering. Like, if you get (laughs) drunk when you're on the boat, you feel like more sober because you're kind of getting gyroscopic for a minute. You know? You could have balanced yourself out. But when you get onto land after many days at sea, you you start to find yourself swaying in your chair because you're not, you don't have any movement to you. I, I, uh, cruises are one of my favorite things. I go, I've been on nine of them. Really? Dude, I love cruises. All right, bonus question. Uh, favorite cruise? Uh, line? Uh, I mean, just the, the favorite cruise you ever took. Like, was it to this Cozumel? Sound, was it to Alaska? Um, uh, Caribbean, and it was with the Princess Cruise Line. Oh, excellent. <laughs> My first cruise was Princess at a Fort Lauderdale. Dude, incredible. And uh, Best Buy had bought the entire boat. Really? And took all their employees. And my roommate at the time was a Best Buy employee, and he didn't have a plus one, so I became the plus one. And that was my first introduction, a private boat that was all just catered to Best Buy people. And we went to um, Keys, and then we jumped Cozumel, and then back to Fort Lauderdale. Wow. So much fun. Man, Dude, I loved the Princess Line. That boat's huge. Huge and so many fun things yeah. and bars. They just so the Princess Line was like more catered to adults, like Royal Caribbeans, like all around. Norwegians mostly kind of adult, but they do have kids stuff. Then Carnival's like Carnival. <laughs> I just we just did the Disney and, one that sails out of San Diego. And then there's the Disney one. How was that? I love. That's it. the only one I haven't done. 
Uh, it's it was a uh, we left on Sunday, got back on Thursday, went uh, day at sea in Cabo for a day, day at sea back, and then we, here in port. Because I know that uh, the reason that I didn't ever go on a Disney because back when I was doing cruises all the time, I, it, I think it was them that had that food poisoning thing that everyone was freaking out about. I thought that was all all, the, all the and ones. I was just like, guys, you're eating food flown in from international, like you're in the middle of the ocean, chill out. You're gonna get sick at some point from something, like. I was I was very protective. Take a chance. I was very protective when I was in Mexico. I was uh, oh, yeah. I was drinking. You can't just be eating the sh- street food, man. Well, I, I I eat the street food. The one thing that always gets me is I forget about the ice. Yes, because they make ice, but they yep. make it out of the water that's yep. not filtered, and yep. you're like, oh, I'm doing so good. And then all you of a sudden, you look at the ice cube and it's cloudy. And it's like, <laughs> uh-uh, nope. <laughs> Even at home in your fridge, if your ice cubes are cloudy, change your filter every time. They need to be clear. <laughs> They're supposed to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Our tip of the day: if your ice cubes are cloudy, change your filter. I do it all the time. I go to friends' house and I get ice, and I'm like. These things are like sheets of paper you can't see through. I'm like, dude. I, I'm sorry. How are you feeling? <laughs> been sick lately? Do we need to talk? Yeah, <laughs> All right. I know you got a show tonight at the Casbah. Uh, it has been a pleasure enjoying these uh, these rums with you. Uh, enjoy the rest of what San Diego has to offer. And, uh, you know, I'll give you my taco joint and uh, you can go get some lunch. I will leave me with one thing. Where do I go to have fun and have the best food here? Ooh. What's the best time? If you had to narrow all of your experience down to one, what do I do? Damn. Um, the best time, if you're looking for food, yep. probably the Mission Hills, Little Italy area. Because I'm from Texas, where we pride ourselves in the tacos. And I heard San Diego is the only competitor. Oh, it's you're going to. Probably better is whatever. I'm going to send you to the one taco that will change your life. All right, tell me. You will text me after I tell you about this place. And thank me for sending you there. But you, if you don't know, aren't going to find out because we're done. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 